Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Gloetz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. He's here with me today. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Senator. Today we're going to talk about how moneyed interests might have influenced the Mayor Rahm Emanuel administration and the carrying out of city programs and policies. Okay. Ongoing interest of both of us. Yeah. And this evidence comes from a secret stash of the mayor's 2016 emails. And you wrote about it in particular in a blog post on December 23rd, 2016, titled Records Dump Reveals Rom's Millionaires Only Email Club, mm. which I think kind of sums it up. Sums it all up. Pretty yeah. nicely. On December 21st, 2016, the Emanuel administration released about 3,000 pages of emails concerning government business that came from the mayor's private email account, which the Better Government Association had sued the city to obtain. Now, on the same day that the Emanuel administration released the emails, the mayor held a news conference with billionaire Ken Griffin. And he's the founder of investment firm Citadel Capital, and he's a major campaign contributor to the mayor. And to Bruce Rauner, the Governor Rauner. That's right. To the mayor, something to the tune of three quarters of a million dollars. Correct. So Griffin announced that he'd donate $12 million to advance the city's effort to build separate paths for bikers and non-bikers on the Lakefront Trail. And you're a sometimes writer of the Lakefront Trail. Yes, quite frequently. You ever run into Ken Griffin, though? No. Well, if I, I'm not really sure what he looks like, so maybe I have. Maybe I've conversed with him. You didn't watch the news conference. He could be the guy I smoked a joint with the other day. <laughs> That's just kidding. I didn't really smoke He's got bright blue eyes, blonde hair. Mm, that could fit a lot of uh, guys I see in the Lakefront, yeah. That wasn't the guy. Yeah, no. So he announced this $12 million donation. But it was only after reporters and others dug through the email treasure trove did the origin of Griffin's gift surface. We learned about it from an email exchange between Griffin and the mayor dated April 27th, 2016. And I have the exchange right here, so I figured what we'd do is we could do a dramatic reading. <laughs> okay. Who, who do I get to play? Would you like to be Rom? Oh, yeah. All right. Griffin initiated this exchange in April, and here's what he said. Lakefront path is a disaster. <laughs> Does he really talk that way? I watched the news conference. So okay. I'm trying to come close, but yeah. I'm not going to be able to replicate it exactly. Yeah. Lakefront path is a disaster. How can this be after they just finished much of the path? Why doesn't the city paint the speed bumps on the road white? My damage bill is over $10,000 from going over one at dusk. And now this is Rom. Paint, not a bad idea. I will look into it. Bike path, two or three things. First, from Fullerton to Ohio, and 31st to 51st, we are creating separate bike and running paths, clear and distinct, also removing seven miles with bike lanes and running ground alongside. What can we do to repair the lakefront bike path? Any idea if the park district plans to do this? Can they accept private funding? This is a mess. Yes. Why don't I come with the commissioner, present our plans, and we can do a lot with you. Sounds terrific. Ken, so I can better prepare our park district. What is your vision? <laughs> oh, my God. What is your vision? This is... <laughs> what is your vision as it relates to bikes and runners on the trail? Your vision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so four days pass, and Ram doesn't hear anything, so he writes... 
I know you're busy trying to follow up bike paths. Before I have Parks work on presentation, anything particular you want to see? Really focused on the lakefront path. When we have lunch, I will bring you the plans for the bike path and running path along the lakefront. <laughs> oh, my God. When you do the dramatic reading, it really is brilliant, Dave. <laughs> i got to give you a lot of credit. I guess if anybody's going to have a $10,000 bike, it's going to be a billionaire. I see. My damage bill is over ten grand. I don't understand exactly what that means. How you can rack up ten grand worth of damage on a bike? Well, his bike must be like worth So he had to buy a new bike. No, he said his damage bill. The bill for so the damage. So maybe it's a $100,000 bike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just... It's not the bike. It's just the damage. Like, how much money? I don't care if the bike is worth a million dollars. Like, it was a diamond spoke. Yeah, or diamond something. spoke. Diamonds on the soles of his shoes. So, some people, when they get into a crash on the lakefront, dial 311. Ken dials Rom. He sends an email to Rom, and you're right. This is just, just so indicative of how the wealthy in Chicago feel entitled just to bug the mayor about whatever's on their mind. So I got to give him credit on one hand. I mean, well, the rest of us call our aldermen and end up talking to some lower aid. You know what I mean? This dude goes right to the top, man. And some would say that this is an example of the mayor nimbly turning a rich guy's gripe into dollars plugged into an infrastructure project to which the city was already committed. Well, first of all, if we believe that there's a greater public good to be served from redoing the lakefront path, we should pay for it ourselves. We should not be begging from rich guys. He didn't beg. Griffin initiated this contact. Yeah, well, in a sense, the city of Chicago was begging. And then Griffin, like we owe him something now. I think as a principal matter, it's not healthy to be turning to the Ken Griffins of the world to finance our public works projects, and we should be doing it as a collective thing. That's the ideal world. In the real world of Chicago, this is what happens. And then so we feel this sense of debt and gratitude to the wealthy who then use their privilege. What this email exchange doesn't say is that Ken Griffin and many other wealthy people in Chicago have been financing the fight against paying retirees their pensions under the guise of reform. So that's a direct investment in Chicago when you pay a pensioner who lives in Chicago and is supporting a family in Chicago. I think that if you tally it all up, whatever Kenny G kicked in for the lakefront path, what, 12, mil. 12 million, that's less of an investment than the money we send every year to pensioners, and yet the well-to-do are fighting that. So I think we lose if you tally it up in the long haul. I just don't think it's a good idea for a public entity to rely on the kindness of strangers and handouts from well-to-do people. That's all we have time for. Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Senator. Listeners, you know, we always welcome your questions and comments and your suggestions for future interviews. You can get those to us via email at contact at shygov.com. Our Twitter handle is C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Glowetz. Thanks for listening.